Not many years ago, in Lowndes County, Alabama, I attended a memorial service for a friend shot to death for civil rights. I saw a black laborer tell the crowd that we must educate the children concerning such things because, he said, the troubles continue. I'd like to add that we in affluent Marin should teach our children, at least the older ones, about the martyrs also, those who bravely lived and died, speaking truth to power while being advocates for the poor and the oppressed. I have decided to tell the story this morning of Archbishop Oscar Romero, who's assigned it day in the church's calendar is Tuesday, being the 35th anniversary of his murder by the government of his country, El Salvador. I have recovered details about Romero's life and death from a number of internet sources and use them in this homily. According to a United Nations source, quote, Oscar Arnulfo Romero Igaldames was a prominent Roman Catholic priest in El Salvador during the 1960s and 70s, becoming Archbishop of San Salvador in 1977. After witnessing numerous violations of human rights, he began to speak out on behalf of the poor and the victims of repression. This led to numerous conflicts, both with the government of his country and within the Catholic Church. After speaking out against U.S. military support for the government of El Salvador, and calling upon soldiers to disobey orders to fire on innocent civilians, Archbishop Romero was shot dead while celebrating Mass at the small chapel of the cancer hospital where he lived. It is believed that those who organized his assassination were members of Salvadoran death squads, including two graduates of the School for the Americas at Fort Benning, Georgia. Romero had been born on August the 15th, 1917, though his father, Santos, apprenticed him to a carpenter at age 13 Romero felt himself to be called to the priesthood of the Catholic Church. A year later, he entered seminary, studying first in El Salvador and eventually in Rome. He was ordained a priest in 1942 in Rome. For 25 years, Romero was a parish priest in San Miguel, in his country's eastern part. By 1970, 
he had become auxiliary bishop of San Salvador and served there until 1974. In that year, he was deployed to the Diocese of Santiago de Maria, an impoverished rural area containing his boyhood town. Three years later, he returned to the capital to succeed its elderly archbishop. In 1968, most of the Central American bishops had met at Medellin, Colombia, to discuss the implementation at local levels of the recommendations of the Second Vatican Council. A remarkable change from the status quo was made at this meeting. The bishops jettisoned the church's familiar position as colluder with the powers that were. Following the example of Christ, they chose at last to make their own the struggle of the poor for justice. This split both laity and clergy. Romero stayed a conservative through the early years of this, having doubts concerning the Vatican Council's reforms and the Medellin bishops' pronouncements. His 1977 elevation to archbishop in San Salvador thus offended the priests struggling to help the poor. But to the surprise of all, the new archbishop soon enough became a critic of his, gov- his government's oppressive injustice, and he became an unabashed advocate of the impoverished. Romero said that his new commitments were prompted by what he had seen, heard, and felt while Bishop of Santiago de Maria. He knew now, up close, the suffering of the dispossessed, the tortured, and the survivors of the assassinated. Being present among these oppressed gave him a perspective not available to the privileged. In March 1977, Romero's friend, the Jesuit priest Rutilio Grande, was assassinated. Father Grande had been a progressive priest. He had been building self-reliance groups among the poor. Grande's death affected Romero greatly. The archbishop later said, quote, When I looked at Rutilio lying there dead, I thought, if they have killed him for doing what he did, then I too will have to walk the same path. Romero urged upon the government an investigation of Grande's murder, but this was never done. The censored media remained silent. Romero condemned Grande's execution 
in unambiguous terms as he suspended masses in San Salvador the following Sunday, saying that the perpetrators must be brought before the bar of justice. This never happened. Repeatedly, the archbishop denounced his country's criminal government as the months went by. The San Salvador Cathedral drew increasing numbers of the faithful. They apparently found in his honesty and bravery a source of hope, even a touch of nobility. As many still do, El Salvador's privileged privileged, equated criticism with treason. But with the moral authority of the church and even more of the truth itself, Romero had become, quote, the voice of the voiceless. The Salvadoran government was overthrown in a coup on October 15, 1979, After initially finding hope in this change, Romero soon became skeptical. The church and the poor continued to be victimized by their own government. In February 1980, he wrote an open letter to U.S. President Jimmy Carter, urgently requesting a halt to U.S. military support to the regime. In part, he said, quote, we are fed up with bullets and weapons, close quote. Justly, Romero criticized the U.S. for giving military aid to the new government. He warned that such would, quote, undoubtedly sharpen the injustice and the political repression inflicted on the people whose struggle has often been, he said, for their most basic human rights, close quote. President Carter, concerned that El Salvador might become, as he said, another Nicaragua, ignored Romero's pleas and continued the transfer of weapons to the Salvadoran government. More tonnage of bombs and other explosives fell upon El Salvador, the size of Massachusetts, than had ever fallen on any country in the Western Hemisphere. Naturally, the greatest number of victims, by far, were the innocent poor and women, and children. Like Martin Luther King Jr. and others before and since, Romero knew the dangers of helping the poor. He had said, quote, As a Christian, I do not believe in death without resurrection. If they kill me, I shall rise again in the Salvadoran people. Death came for him on March 24, 
1980. That day, Romero paid for his Christian faithfulness with his life, as his Lord Jesus had done. That day, the Archbishop celebrated the Eucharist in the chapel of the San Salvador Cancer Hospital. He was shot dead by an assassin standing in the chapel doorway. The Archbishop was declared a martyr of the church last month by Pope Francis and similarly by the worldwide Anglican Communion. On May the 23rd, he will be beatified, which will bring him within one step of being named a saint. Italian Archbishop Palia recently said in this regard that the Salvadoran wanted to combat a government and a type of oppression, quote, that leaves the poorest without life.